This is Brian Finale, and you're listening to the Digital Mentors Wake Up Call Podcast, the ultimate source of inspiration and guidance on your journey to success. With the right mentor, anything is possible. And now, it's time to dig deep with your digital mentors, unlock your true potential, awaken your entrepreneurial spirit, and take your business to the next level. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of the Digital Mentors Wake Up Call podcast, and we have another amazing leader with us today. Stacey Hall is out in Las Vegas, guys, doing the thing. Laptop, cell phone, she's free. She's free. She's built her audience and continues to build her audience, serves her tribe, publishes content um, for her people, and you know she's a coach here inside Digital Mentors, a master affiliate inside Digital Mentors, and she's just doing the thing. That there's no mystery, no secret sauce. You know, Stacy was doing her business one way, where it resulted in a lot of rejection, a lot of like her body said no, <laughs> this doesn't feel good, a lot of chasing, convincing, using old, outdated sales tactics, treating people like targets, those types of things that we're all taught. And it, when we first get into sales, it actually led her literally got her ill doing it that way, broke her body down to the point where she was like she had to figure something else out quickly or this maybe industry space wasn't for her. Thankfully, she did stay the course. And now when you hear us talk about Go For Yes, that brand, it's basically an extension of what we teach her at what was MLSP and now Digital Mentors. She's that creator. She's the course she's that Go For Yes course creator. And it's a very simple process to get people to authentically say yes, to want to buy. Right? To want to be a part of what you're doing, to want to be a part of your tribe. And she's been using that over the last few years to create a very healthy business. Lots of revenues, courses. I saw she just you know, fin- finished and completed something she did with another one of our leaders. And they're, just, they're in the trenches, guys. They're doing it. Build, engage, sell. They're creating. They're connecting. They're offering. And go figure. They, you know, she's free. Right? So it's possible. Please welcome, out of Las Vegas, the amazing Stacey Hall. Good morning, my friend. Welcome to Wake Up Call. Good morning, Brian. Thank you for such a lovely introduction. Thank you for creating Digital Mentors, which made truly everything that's happened in my life the last five years possible. Um, Absolutely maximized what I was doing before with a lot less effort and uh, a lot more joy, a lot more fun and allowing me to be able to do more of what I'm going to talk about today. And that is, you know, the favorite line, work-life balance. And to me, it's actually a joke. So you might say, well, Stacey, you promised you were going to teach us how to get work-life balance. I know I did. And I want you to know that Balance is something we can do to a chair. We can make sure all four legs of the chair are even and the chair is balanced. But if we apply that same concept to life, it's not going to happen. We can never control life to that extent. We've got too many other factors that impinge on us, that that uh, we must deal with. We can get everything perfectly right in our world and then someone comes along and changes things. Okay, so that's not what I mean by balance. If that's what you know, everything is like equal. That's not going to happen. 
And if somebody has a way to do that, I want to learn. But I do want to talk about balance within ourselves. Finding that balance, that centering, that groundedness within ourselves. And that comes from knowing ourselves and having a few tools available to be able to set boundaries around ourselves. So why don't we call this creating work-life boundaries, okay? Boundaries is within our control. And the more boundaries we have, the more we stay balanced within ourselves. So if you're willing to have that experience with me, let's go for it. So work-life boundaries. The first is we must release any guilt that we feel when we set our own activities. In other words, we get up in the morning, we decide we're going to do certain things, someone comes along and asks us to do something else. Now, if it's our children, that's one thing, because maybe that is going to take precedence over anything else. But I'm talking about other adults. I'm talking about phone calls calling, coming in that you didn't expect, emails that you didn't expect, requests from other people to do stuff because they just can't get it done because they didn't plan ahead. That kind of thing is what I'm talking about. So here's a tool that I don't think enough people use. It's called Mute. M-U-T-E. Every phone has one. Every device has a mute button. If you're somebody who says you're not able to get things done at the end of the day because you kept getting interrupted, you can reduce the number of interruptions by using the mute button. Very rarely is there an emergency. But if you've got children and you're worried, you know, they're going out, you want them to be able to get in touch with you immediately, great. Set a special ringtone for them. And any other ringtone, if it rings while your phone's on, let it go to voicemail. That's the other tool, voicemail. Just because somebody leaves us a message doesn't mean we have to respond. And I say this from my own experience and from seeing and hearing so many thousands of clients through the year go, well, I keep getting interrupted because the phone keeps ringing. And, you know, they have to pick it up. They always say, I have to pick it up. That's what I used to say. I have to pick it No, you don't. If it's not somebody you're expecting a call from, 
you don't have to pick it up right then. Finish what you're doing and then schedule 15 minute rest stops in between your activities to check your phone, to check for text, to listen to voice messages. I love it when I call somebody and they say, hey, I can't come to the phone right now, but if you leave me a text message and let me know what you want to talk about, I'll call you back when I can. Cool. I've got your number. Let me just text you what I need and the time frame. And then I know they'll call me back. So you can put that on your phone as well. Can't come to the phone right now and I respond to texts faster. Then I do voice messages. Put that on your call, on your phone. And then plan to check text emails. Don't have notification sounds on when emails come in. Most of them are junk. Most emails are junk. Promos. Things. Even if you want to read them, you don't need to read them right then. They're going to have extensions on them, right? It's not like I have to read it right now. No, there's going to be time for you to read it. So don't put notification sounds on for your emails. Schedule a time to check emails. And the reason I'm bringing this up is because many people like myself got programmed in childhood that when someone asks us a question, we better respond. When our parents tell us what to do, we better hop to it, right? And we haven't broken that habit as adults. It's just a habit. It's a learned behavior. And the guilt comes from when we were children, being made to feel bad when we didn't respond right away. I'm just saying, you're probably not living with your parents right now. They're probably not paying your bills. You can make your own life and you can decide when to respond when it works for you. Now, let's say that somebody makes a request of you and you don't want to do it. But you don't want to say you don't want to do it because you don't want to be mean and rude. If you've been around me at all, you know that I have a favorite phrase. That favorite phrase that I did not create, I learned it, and I used it as soon as I learned it. I've been using it for years. Thank you for asking. That doesn't work for me. When somebody wants me to do something and I don't want to do it or I don't want to do it right then or it doesn't really work for me to do it, I will say to them very nicely, thank you for asking. That doesn't work for me. It, 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 they are not quite sure where to go with that. And the traditional response, the most typical response will be why. And I'll look at them and just say, because it doesn't work for me. 
But, yeah, but why? They don't need an answer. They don't need an excuse. Unless you already have an agreement with them to do it and now you're breaking that agreement. But even then, what are you going to tell them? It, you're not doing it because it doesn't work for you anymore to do it. You're being kind in announcing that to them and giving them advance notice. It's not going to work anymore for you. That's it. So this other sense of we have to give reasons to justify why or why not we do things comes from childhood. You know, what's your reason? Give me an explanation for why you're not doing what you need to do. Okay, maybe our parents needed that explanation. Other people do not. So these are ways to be setting boundaries. As I said, I was going to give tools today. You might say, what does this have to do with growing my business? It has everything to do with growing our business. Because if other people's lives are getting in the way of us taking time to focus on our business, then we're living their life, not our own. Think about that. If we're saying yes to other people's lives, that means we're saying no more often to our own. And how far is that going to get us? Not very far. And that's when we wind up crunching on our own life. Now, I understand we have children and we have parents who require attention. Yes, they do. And those are priorities. I am not talking about those situations. I'm talking about all the others, where people are perfectly capable of doing things on their own. They were perfectly capable of giving plenty of notice. They were perfectly capable. It's not our job to come in and save them. That's what I'm talking about. And it's not right for us to use them as an excuse either if we're not getting things done. You know, if we're saying, ah, I just don't feel like doing it today, all right, fine. Then don't feel like doing what you were supposed to be doing for your business that you had said you were going to do. Just accept it. It doesn't feel right to do it today. Got it. But let's not make other people the excuse for that either because we could have said no. And kind of being a little bit of a tough cookie today, I, I know it's boundaries, right? So boundaries are. What's within the boundary? What's outside the boundary? Anything outside the boundary, we don't want to give attention to. Anything inside the boundary, that's what we're going to give our attention to. So coming back to grounding and centering ourselves as well. Once we've created the space for us to live inside of, let's not assume that people will remember. For example, I've trained my husband 
who loves to go for a walk, I mean, go for a run. We walk in the morning, then he goes for a run on his own. Well, one of our pups gets very upset when he leaves the house without her. Very upset. And she wails and she cries. And it's distracting. So Bill and I have talked about that. And this morning on our walk, he said to me, so when would be the best time for me to go for a run around your schedule, Stacey? Because he knows that when she's doing that, it's going to be very disruptive to a coaching call or anything else that I'm doing. So we talk about it and we plan for it. I've had clients who tell me they're so aggravated by their spouse because the spouse just doesn't get what they're doing. And I say, okay, so when was the last time you talked about your schedule and your plans and what you're going to be doing? Well, why should I? It's my business, they'll say. Because you're living with somebody. They do deserve to know what your plans are. Yes, but if I tell them, he'll just poo-poo it, or she'll just poo-poo it, or give me something else to do. Okay. I understand. That's when priorities come into play. And that's where it's important for us to be able to tell the truth to ourselves about work and everything that's not work. If we are involved with somebody who doesn't want us to do business, that's a deep conversation to have and explore with them as to why, as to what they would want you to be doing instead. And then it's up to us to decide if we want to agree to those terms. And that's an important big conversation. And what that brings us to is the concept of toleration. So everything I talked about up to now is like the little stuff, the simple stuff, the easy stuff. The big stuff is identifying where we've been putting up with and tolerating what may no longer be tolerable. And I bring this up not as a therapist because I'm not one. It might require somebody skilled in this area to go to for support. But many, many people don't realize that the reason they're not being successful in business is because they're tolerating things that are intolerable in their personal life. And it infringes on their ability to build a business where they serve others. I know I just got heavy in here. And I'm speaking to those people who know what I'm talking about. Because it isn't possible to just put on a happy face 
if you're constantly irritated underneath the surface by something that's not working for you anymore. And that's, like I said, a much bigger conversation to be had with a professional to explore how it might be safe for you to start addressing what you've been tolerating in order to free yourself up to have a life that you really want to have. To be able to work with a professional on the how, the what, the when, and the where to be able to confront those tolerations. Because if you're in that world, everything that I said at the start of this podcast, you go, uh-huh, easier said than done. I get it. For some people, it is easy to do those things. They're not tolerating stuff. For other people, it's not easy. So I'm about to go over to the Digital Mentors page on Facebook to continue this conversation about putting in boundaries so we can have balance inside ourselves. Balance inside ourselves. Because it's not possible to balance the rest of the world. But we can find balance. We can be grounded. We can be centered inside ourselves. So come on over there. Let's talk about this. In, in, in more specifics, feel free to ask me questions there. Feel free to tell me what's going on in your world. Let's see if we can find some possible solutions for you. And with that, I'm Stacy Hall, and I'm known as the Go For Yes Gal here at Digital Mentors. I brought in with, in conjunction, let's say, with Digital Mentors, the Go For Yes training program. Members will find it in the guide section of your Digital Mentors VIP group. If you are not yet a member, get with the person who invited you to listen to this podcast and they'll tell you all about it so that you can create a strategy where you are authentically aligned with yourself, able to align with your ideal audience, able to meet that audience easily and be able to speak to that audience so that they want to say yes to your offers. All right, I'll see you on the Digital Mentors page on Facebook, not the group, the actual business page, in just a few minutes. And I am wishing you an abundance of sales, satisfaction, and success today, every day, every week, every month, every year, for all the years to come. Take care, everyone. You've been listening to the Digital Mentors Podcast with Brian Finale and your Digital Mentors. To learn how Digital Mentors can take your business to the next level, visit www.digitalmentors.com and take your 100% risk-free trial today. Creating tomorrow's leaders today, that's what we do. Why not you? www.digitalmentors.com